Hello and welcome to A Lot of Words, the show that talks about criminal legal reform in Idaho. I'm your host, David Lund, and today we're going to talk about why I wanted to do a podcast and what I hope the podcast will do to make it worth it. We're going to talk about the ins and outs of the work that I've been involved in with reform and advocacy and hopefully give you an idea of what you're going to be listening to in the future. So listen all the way to the end and I'll tell you a little bit more about the people we'll be sharing the podcast with in the future. So of course, my name is David Lund and I'm the executive director of a nonprofit called Bar None. It's located here in Idaho and the story behind Bar None is that we were created out of a concept that arose at the Vineyard Boise, a non-denominational church in Idaho. Uh, And it was called the Grace Project. So the idea was that the church would give every member that wanted one a $100 bill, and then we would go out into the community and use that $100 bill to exhibit some sort of version of God's grace to spread the word into the community. So a few congregants decided that they would get together and pool their money, and that the way they were going to show their grace was by holding a welcome home party for people who'd been released from incarceration. So they threw this party, and there were speakers. A few dozen people ended up attending. There were some breakout sessions, food, prizes, giveaways, and whatnot. And so I happened to attend this event, and I thought it was pretty cool. So a couple months later, I happened to run into the guy who had organized the event, and I didn't know him before, but he was talking about he had hoped to do this welcome home party every year, but he might be moving out of state. And so another friend of the church and I started thinking of ways that maybe we could keep this concept going of this welcome home party. So eventually that guy ended up not moving and we started talking about how we could work together to continue this concept. And Bar None was basically born out of that. So we decided to form a nonprofit. There was a small group of us who Uh, pieced together this idea of what we wanted to do in the community, and we decided to form an actual 501c3 tax-exempt organization. We were very much centrally located. You know, everything we were going to do was around Vineyard Boise. It was very tight for us at the time. Um, But then life happens. As with a lot of small nonprofits, I think there are just differences in vision, and people kind of fall off where they don't have the time that they thought they would have. And so we kind of had a shakeup uh, somewhere about, about a year into things. And I ended up being the leader of Bar None. Definitely wasn't expected, but it was kind of a strange blessing. So when I took the helm, I really thought, man, what do we want to do with Bar None? And I, and I thought, we want to do more than just a welcome home party. So we changed tracks a little bit and we grew into the organization that we are today. You know, it's funny, I could go back through our original founding documents and some of the ideas that we tossed around as our vision and our mission and what we really wanted to engage in uh, primarily included this welcome home party and letting people who are marginalized, who probably don't fit in very well, Uh, They're coming out of incarceration, and now we've expanded that to engage in the advocacy that we're doing, the awareness that we're doing, public education, and connecting people with resources. So nowadays, 
we're involved in advocacy at several levels. We're having conversations with people at city halls, the Department of Correction, some local law enforcement, uh, inside the prisons, inside jails, and also at the state house. We're talking to legislators about possible policy changes uh, that would make it easier to get a job with a criminal conviction or that might eliminate some discrimination barriers in housing and things like that. So we have a very strong advocacy component to what we do. You know, we're, we're, ta- we're testifying in front of committees at the state house during legislative sessions, and, and we're talking to major stakeholders about the future of reentry and about the criminal legal system in general. But that is only one portion of what we do at Bar None. The second portion may be even more important than that. It's the, it's the awareness portion. It's public education. We might be able to convince state leaders to change some things and, and maybe uh, modify some laws or pass some new ones. But really, what we're able to do at that level is constrained by the attitude of the public. So part of what we've begun to engage in with the public is to change perceptions and really talk about the humanizing factors behind incarceration and crime and really teach people that the stereotype that people who are incarcerated are basically all rapists and murderers, it's very inaccurate and a lot of the people that we deal with have drug and alcohol use issues, maybe violence, but oftentimes theft, and um, they're going to be returning to the community. So if we want them to be better, then we probably have to change some of the attitude we have towards them. Um, in Idaho, the number is 21% of adults have criminal justice involvement. And what that means is that they have been arrested, convicted of a misdemeanor, convicted of a felony, whatever it could be, but they've had criminal justice involvement. And I I think 21% means everybody knows somebody. So we've really engaged in this public awareness strategy that involves a couple of different tactics. We, of course, utilize social media platforms to put our messaging out there, to share information with our followers, and to really change some of the perceptions that people have. And we do that using Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. We even just started using TikTok. Maybe someday we'll do YouTube as well. Uh, all of those are at Barnett, Idaho, by the way. But we really want to engage in this important aspect of public education so that we can change the hearts and minds of Idahoans. One of the major components to that, in addition to our social media presence, is something that we created called the Idaho Reentry Summit. It's something we've been doing for a couple of years now, and we tried to do it quarterly, but COVID kind of threw a wrench in that once or twice. But it's it's where we get people together from all sorts of different corners of Idaho, um, from from different backgrounds. They may be victims of crime or family members of people who are incarcerated, um, maybe some formerly incarcerated people themselves, uh, professionals who are involved in the criminal legal system in one way or another. They may operate transitional homes or they work for an agency or an organization that provides resources, but uh, sometimes there are even people from the Department of Correction and legislators. So we've had these discussions with all these different people present, 
And they're really just about getting people together to talk about specific subjects related to reentry and criminal justice reform. So we've had you know conversations about employment, about housing. We're going to be doing one on education soon. And it's a really a way for people to get together and talk about their different experiences with the system, hopefully strengthen, you know, the things that we need to strengthen and work on um, the things that need to be worked on and really connect with each other. That's probably the most important is the collaboration part. So we get these people from varied backgrounds and we have a conversation with them about how they perceive things, what works, what doesn't work, and hopefully get better at what we do.